Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Seacoast Community Church Podcast. And for the month of June, I am reading through the Gospel at Work, how working for King Jesus gives purpose and meaning to our jobs. So I'm going to be reviewing this book for the month of June, and I thought it might be helpful uh, to have a book that is dedicated to to the workplace, and especially because many of you work in in the secular in the secular realm, in the secular world, have a secular job, and uh, perhaps the word secular isn't all that helpful. When I think of the word secular, I think godless. A I, I think of no fear of God. And if you've been following along with us in the book of Ecclesiastes, the book is very much dedicated to this secular perspective. How does the world, how does the secular world, the godless world, perceive of various different things that we experience in our lives, from work to money to tragedies and things of that, like that? So... Uh, so certainly the the workplace for many of you isn't a place that has any kind of i don't know it doesn't have that that christ centeredness right like you might find in in ministry right or working for the church for example however uh, just because you work in the secular realm does not necessarily mean that that it that your work is secular if that makes sense so i i want to talk a little bit more about that because i in reading this book i've been it's 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 what's been sort of brewing in my mind and how do you think about work and and is work does work have to be secular just because you have a secular boss? Now, I well before I, I before I go press into that any further. So this book is written by Sebastian Traeger and Greg Gilbert. Greg Gilbert is a pastor in Louisville, Kentucky, Third Avenue Baptist Church, and the other author, Sebastian Traeger, is I believe he's an entrepreneur and serves as an elder at Capitol Hill Baptist Church. And uh, Greg Gilbert has actually written uh, several other books. But I will say that I actually found this book really, really helpful. And what I, what I really appreciate about the book is that it is, it is very, very practical. And, and almost for each, for almost every chapter, they have sort of these steps like, well, if you're, if you're, you know, how do we think about this? Well, here are four things uh, to think about with regards to this, you know, and I just find that that systematic uh, approach very helpful. And let me read to you the chapters, and I will not be covering every chapter as I work through this this podcast. But here are, the, here are the, the chapters. Chapter 1, Idolatry of Work. Chapter 2, Idleness in Work. Chapter, th- chapter 3, The Gospel in the Workplace. Chapter 4, The King's Purposes in Our Work. Chapter 5, How Should I Choose a Job? Chapter 6, How Do I Balance Work, Church, and Family? Chapter 7, How Do I Handle Difficult Bosses and Coworkers? Chapter 8, What Does It Mean to Be a Christian Boss? 
Chapter 9, how can I share the gospel at work? Chapter 10, is full-time ministry more valuable than my job? And then conclusion, defining success. So I hopefully you can see from just the chapters that this is a really helpful book when you're thinking about work. And what does it look like to live as a Christian or to work as a Christian in a secular workplace? What things should you be thinking about? You know, is my job not as, I don't know, valuable as somebody who's a, who's in ministry? And what is it? How do I deal with difficult people in the workplace? And so these are all things that I'm sure you've wrestled with. And I have certainly wrestled with before. And I have I have been out of the secular work for, gosh, a long time now. And not since my seminary days where I was actually in working in the secular in the secular field. So I certainly, uh, before that, I mean, all I did was secular jobs. So I, I resonate with some of the struggles and challenges that you all face uh, if you are listening to this and you are still working. But I, anyways, I hope that this will be a helpful book to you. And uh, so as I was trying to say earlier, and thinking about the secular work, and does it mean that our work has to be secular be, you know, just because we work in a secular field? Well, I think of Romans chapter 12, verse 1, where it says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your act of spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And uh, there are other passages that speak to the workplace. And I don't I don't think... I, I'm curious to see... I. I they have other chapters, other books of the Bible. They have other passages that they that they point to, that they draw from when it comes to you know how do I work as a Christian in a secular in a secular field. But Romans twelve, I think, is is clutch for me in thinking about that uh, because Romans twelve verses one through two tell us that your life as a Christian matters in everything that you do, and that everything can be an act of worship unto the Lord. So there's a lot of things to cover. I, man, there's so, I, I feel like I want to cover every chapter, but I won't have the time to, so I'm going to have to be picky and figure out which ones. But to get our conversation going, they start out the first couple of chapters by talking about two opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes to to work. And either you will make an idol out of work or you will be idle in your work. And they have some helpful reflective, uh, not questions, they don't form, put them in the form of questions, but some points and thinking about, you know, is, do I treat my job as an idol? Is my job to me an idol? So consider this, uh, and I guess I'll, I'll put it in the frame, in a, in a, in a form of a question. Number one is your work the, your primary source of satisfaction? Right. Do you, there's a difference between enjoying your work and looking forward to getting out of bed to go to work, but there's, a, but there's also, but there's a difference between that and finding your full satisfaction in your work, that this is wrapped, that your work is wrapped up in your identity, that, that you love your work more than you love the Lord that you are willing to make 
a lot of sacrifices for your work that you're not willing to make, say, for family or friends or for the Lord. And so if that's you, then you've got an idol in your hands. Number two, is your work about you being the best that you can be in order to make a name for yourself? Are you there to bring honor to yourself? Are you there to make a name for yourself, to gain a, a reputation? Are you there for personal for your personal reputation, for your personal prestige, for your personal honor, then you've got yourself an idol. And especially when you think about Philippians, which I think is a book that deals a lot with honor. And what we see from the book of Philippians is that, that there is honor in serving, right? That there is, that, that our honor as Christians comes from being selfless and sacrificing ourselves for the, for the sake of others. Number three, is your work primarily, do you view your work primarily about making a difference in the world, right? Is, is that what's getting you out of bed? There's nothing wrong with desiring to make a difference in the world. That's a wonderful desire. But is that what your work, is that what your life is mainly about? It's, it's important to consider that question. You know, is your, is your goal desire to sort of change the world through your work? And if that is the case, then you might have an idol in your hands. And, doesn't, and as I said, it's not a bad desire to have. But if this is driving everything that you do, uh, then you might have an idol in your hands. Now, the opposite end of the spectrum is idleness in work. And, uh, and we think of idle as in doing nothing, slothful, lazy, staying on the couch, not doing anything at all. And that's it. And certainly that is idleness. That is being a sloth. And I think... And I think the scriptures make clear that that is actually a sin. But there's ways to be idle that isn't that. And so how do you become idle in the workplace? Well, uh, we'll consider this. Is and, and they have points for this as well, for something, for so things that you can consider as you think about whether or not am I idle in my work. So one thing, and I'm going to put this in a form of a question, is do you work merely as a means to an end, as a place to serve your own needs? Now, certainly we all need jobs in order to make a living, right, to provide for our homes, but is this really, is this all that your job is for? Like, I'm just getting up out of bed. I'm not looking forward to going to work. I might hate my job. I might hate my boss. I might hate my coworkers, but I do this because I need to make a living and I need to put food on the table and because I want to serve myself. And, and this is the problem because you are not working as well as you could be and should be. And so this is a form of idleness when what's driving you to work is <laughs> not your car, <laughs> uh, but you're just trying to make ends meet. And so it doesn't, so you're, your productivity, the quality of your work doesn't really all that matter to you. Like you don't, you don't give a rip about it. And so if that is your, if that is you, then you're being idle in your work. Another thing to consider is it does your work totally frustrate you, right? Are you sort of moaning and complaining all the time? Are you, do, do you wear your frustration on your face? then you might be idle in your work. You know, at least at, at the very least, you don't have a very positive attitude. 
towards your work. Now, certainly we all experience frustrations in our work. It's bound to happen, you know, thanks to the fall thorns and thistles. We experience those thorns in the workplace. But if you're just frustrated by your work in general, if you're just frustrated all day, every day while you are working, uh, then you don't have the right mindset. And we're going to be talking about more of what this mindset is or should be. But if you don't have the right mindset and you are approaching your work in, uh, with such a pessimism, and that's a form of idleness, you're not working as well as you could be, not just without with your hands, but also with your heart. And the last thing to consider, does your work divorce you from Christian discipleship? So your calling is to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. But do you really, do you live out your faith as a Christian in the workplace? Is there any distinction between you and those who work with you who do not share the same faith that you have? You know, work is supposed to be an expression of your Christian faith. And if it isn't, and this is this goes back to the heart and your view of work. But if your work, if you could say, if you could, if you would ad admit that your work isn't an expression of your Christian faith, that you don't ever really think about it and you don't really care for it, then you might be doing a lot. You might be doing some things. You might be getting your work done at work, but in the eyes of God, you're actually being idle. You're not working as well as you could be and should be. So we're going to explore both of those spe spectrums a little bit more in the coming weeks. But we'll stop there. So you've got some things to think about. And I do as well. You know, I, it's easy for me to, to think of these things as well. And just because I'm in ministry, just because I am in pastoral ministry doesn't mean that I cannot make ministry an idol or that I cannot be in, be idle in my work. So I am right there thinking about these things with you. So anyways, we'll stop there and I hope you'll come back next week for another episode. See you then.